Welcome to Sensei Says. I am your host, Joshua Page, and today we're talking about learning from losses, mistakes, and failures. And if you're like me, you have made some mistakes, you've had some failures, you've had some losses, and if you are not like me and you never had any of those things, just wait because you're going to have some. You can't accomplish anything great without having some losses. You can't go through life without making some mistakes. You cannot do anything in life without having some failures sometimes, especially if you're daring to do you know, great things or you're trying to be bold and do some really amazing things. You're going to have some really um, big failures sometimes. You're going to make some big mistakes. You're going to make some losses. So if you've got a pen, you've got some paper, a notebook, or you've got a computer, or you're making notes on your phone, whatever you're doing, uh, get those ready and let's just dive straight into it. Uh, number one on our list today, we're going to go through eight things uh, to help you learn from losses, mistakes, and failures is to take a big picture view. And what I mo- mean by that is to kind of remove yourself and look at the all the details and all the things that maybe you're not considering when you're... Um, in the the uh, in a loss or in a mistake or in a failure, you know that's a very emotional situation. If you think about like your house, right? Like if you're inside your house and you're looking around room to room, it's a different view than if you were in a helicopter or an airplane looking down on your house. You you see your entire house. You see your backyard, your front yard. You see your neighbor's house. The on one side, on the other side, you see the whole neighborhood. You see the street. You know maybe even if you're pretty high up, you can see like the entire town. So you start to see a lot of things that you you wouldn't see if you're just right there with the things that are in front of your face, right? And when we get angry or upset or we're sad, sometimes our view uh, kind of shrinks. You kind of have blinders on, right? So taking a big picture view is going to really let you see things from a different perspective, and it's going to let you see things objectively, Sometimes when we're upset from a loss or mistake or a failure, we're down. You know, we kind of see the world in a kind of a negative light or a limited view. So taking that big picture view and being objective, kind of detaching your emotions from your decision making process or your or your um, how you are evaluating the situation. That's a really huge thing, and it's something that a lot of people don't do, myself included. Sometimes I have to take a breath. <sighs> And think larger than what's in front of my face. So those emotions that come up automatically. Uh, number two, uh, and this is uh, related to number one, is work on your deficiencies. When you take that larger view, that 360 view, you can kind of see some things that you're deficient in or see, see some things that you need to work on or some areas you can grow in. And working on those deficiencies, you know, making sure that you're actually planning out some, some pretty concrete ways and, and making a schedule for yourself. This is when I'm going to work on this. This is when I'm going to work on that. This is how I'm going to increase my effectiveness in this area that I'm than deficient in right now. I see it in the gym a lot. We'll have guys sparring and they're working on things that they uh, uh, have some some trouble with or they're deficient in. But as soon as they get hit, somebody scores a point on them or they get a good, good hit, they go right back to the things that they are really good at and just abandon the things they're deficient in because we're afraid to lose, right? We don't want to look bad. We don't want to uh, look... Um, less than or we want to make 
feel like uh, we're, we're doing good. We want to feel that that winning emotion and kind of get away from that, you know, losing emotion. But you got to put your head down sometimes and just work on things that you're bad at. My instructor, Ryan, would always say like at least three times during a match, you just got to bite down on your mouthpiece and throw that thing that you're not that great at, right? And that's a scary thing to do. But it's really one of the best ways to get better, right? You have to get the reps and you have to try, you have to fail, and you got to learn from those failures in order to get better. So closely related with number two, working on your deficiencies is, we've kind of mentioned it already, is number three, don't be afraid to lose again. Fear of failure is the death of success. I think that's on a a National Black Belt League certificate. I'm not sure uh, if that's the exact quote, but being afraid to fail is the death of your future success. If you failed once already and you're afraid to do it again, you're never going to be successful. You're going to be stuck in that failure. You know, being stuck in a failure, having a failure, having a mistake or having a loss is a really tough thing to do, but you have to pull yourself up out of that failure. You have to learn from it and you have to be bold enough to try again, even if there's the possibility of failure. Remember when you're fighting, there's a 50-50 chance, right? And there's two people in the ring, one's going to win, one's going to lose. You know, so it's okay to have a loss. It's not okay to lose and lose and lose and lose and lose and not get better from it, right? If you're doing your 100% best and you're evaluating your losses and you're getting better, you work on your deficiencies and you keep losing, you know, Maybe it's just the, the matchup is it's just a, a bad matchup. Maybe the person is just that much better than you, right? But again, we're not uh, really concerned with that. We're really concerned with ourselves. We're trying to get to the best level that we can get to. And hopefully, usually, when once we do that, we start to see the wins start to come. You start to see that you're, you know got a better win-loss percentage, you're now in the hunt for a championship, or you know, you're getting closer to those people that are on top, right? Hopefully those things start to happen, but if they don't, and they don't, but you got your personal best. Whatever your personal best is, you brought that out. You know, not everyone can be the, the champion of the world. There's only so many, you know, Mike Tysons and Conor McGregor's and uh, Muhammad Ali's but there's so much progress that you can make and there's so many things that you can do. There's so many achievements you can accomplish by working on your deficiencies, not being afraid to lose again, putting yourself out there. You know, don't be afraid to fail. Right. You don't know how high you can go until you try. Right. And until you try and try and try and try it. Maybe it takes three years or five years or 10 years, I can think of some martial artists that initially, and myself included in this conversation, that initially were were losing. You know, they got a little better. They took their skills to a different uh, level and they were losing again and they kept practicing, kept at it. And then, you know, 10 years down the road, you know, they've made some just amazing transitions and they've become amazing martial artists because they stuck with the process and they weren't afraid to put their time in. So don't be afraid to lose again. Don't be afraid to put your time in. Number four, more experience is more experience, right? Uh, and that goes along with don't being afraid to lose again. Put yourself back out there. You know, if you're having trouble on the, the national circuit, maybe you need to be on the regional circuit, that local circuit a little bit more. Maybe you need to be at that open mat or that uh, sparring seminar. You need to get more time in and whatever it is you're trying to get good at, right? If you're trying to learn a language, you need to spend a lot of time speaking that language, people that are fluent in it. You need to make sure you're going and studying your grammar and your alphabet and you're doing the drills and you've got your you know, 
your practice is a daily thing. And if, if 15 minutes is not enough, maybe it's 30 minutes or 45 minutes. But you have to get more experience in order to be more experienced, right? And the more experience you have, is, it's kind of like at some point, it's like exponential growth, right? Once you get to a certain experience level, you are going to see things in a bigger picture view. You're going to have worked on those deficiencies. You, you will have a little bit more confidence. You won't be so afraid to lose because you've been through that process and you've got some wins. More experiences, you know, more rounds, you know, more uh, drills, more thinking about, you know, what it is you need to do to get better and more acting on that. Just the more experience you get, it's like a steamroller, just collects and collects and collects like a like an avalanche. Right. And at some point you just have to jump levels because you've got that experience and you can draw on it. Maybe somebody that was a better fighter than you, but they don't have quite as much experience as you. You can figure out how to negate their athleticism or their raw talent or the thing they do really well because you are experienced. You've seen similar fighters. You fought, you know, a thousand people that are good at you know this kick or that punch or whatever strategy they have you know that experience pays off down the road so more experience is more experience get more experience to be more experienced number five win or lose like you've done them both before one of the biggest roadblocks to getting better is when you're winning to act like you don't have to do anything different or you don't have to prepare any differently because you're winning. The, the, the worst advice, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? If it's not broken, it doesn't mean it's optimal, right? So, of course, don't abandon the things that you're doing that are, are helping you be successful, but always evaluate and see what you can do. And don't turn your brain off from, from getting better because you might be winning on that local level or that uh, regional level or even the national level, but there's always a different level you can go to. And that's with anything, right? Uh, But the big one I wanted to talk about in this is losing like you've done it before. We were playing a basketball game last night. Uh, We have a team of a bunch of us old guys get together and play basketball. And um, there was a team we were playing and they were losing. And when they were winning, it was all high fives and smiles and being nice to our team. But when they started losing, it was, man, it was a whole different thing. They're, they're saying some pretty wild stuff and, and bad sportsmanship and, and trying to hurt the other team. And, you know, losing is the toughest thing to do. You know, winning is easy, but losing is tough. If you start to make excuses and start to, to talk, you know, uh, reckless to your competition and, and burn bridges, it's going to be really hard hard to, you know, humble yourself to get better, right? It's always an excuse. And I always love the after a tournament because if someone wins, they talk about how awesome they were. When someone loses, sometimes they talk about how bad the judging was, right? You never really hear people talk about all the mistakes that they made. Um, at least that's that's kind of like the popular thing to do. I think, you know, we try and train our guys to, you know, take ownership of a, of a loss, you know, and be grateful for a win. And, um, that's very difficult to do, but that's what I want you to do. I want you to take ownership of your loss. Nobody can can improve you except for you. You have to make sure that you are receptive to what happened. And, you know, it, maybe the judge was bad. You can't control that. You, you control the things you can control. And one of those is losing like you've done it before. Losing and learning from a loss. You can be in the middle of a loss and know, hey, I'm probably going to lose this one. And already start thinking, like, what, what's going on? What, what's happening here that is causing me to lose? You know, what do I need to start working on? You know, there's, there's no um, – uh, it's never too 
early to start working on a deficiency. And sometimes that's readily apparent in the ring or in a match or, or in life. You'll, you'll see, oh, man, I really need to work on this. And so lose graciously. You know, thank your competition the same way you would if you won. And uh, keep your head up and uh, get ready for the next thing. How you lose sometimes will really determine how people uh, interact with you right, and view you. So make sure you're losing like you've done it before. And that's tough. That's tough for me personally, too. So if you're working on it, you're in in good company. I'm in the same boat, yeah? Uh, Number six, repeat as few mistakes as possible, right? You will have the same things come up until you learn the lesson, right? Uh, You will have the same obstacle come up until you learn the lesson, what you need to learn to get past that thing. Um, So if you're making mistakes in the ring, maybe you're not moving and faking enough, we got to address that deficiency as soon as possible so you don't keep repeating that same mistake. And there's always something you can work on, but hey, why don't we work on the things we know we need to work on, yeah, Uh, and get to whatever the next thing is. That's how we're going to level up, so... If you find yourself always having the same thing happen, if you always keep getting uh, back fist uh, to your face or you always keep getting side kicks to your ribs, there's probably a reason for that, especially if it's more than one person that's doing it to you. If it's happening across the board, I'm really getting punched a lot. If you're doing jujitsu, I'm really getting submitted with a, a arm bar a lot. Oh, wait, which arm is it? Oh, it's, oh, I think it's my left arm. Is it from mount? Oh, I think it is You know, one that my partner's mounted. Well, what are you doing that's causing that? So kind of go back and uh, figure out what mistake it is, rewind why you're getting into that mistake or into that bad habit and fix it. That's a really great way to move to the next thing, right? If somebody beat you 27 times with the same technique, well, maybe they have to beat you with something different for the 28th time. I'm not saying you have to win, but don't let them beat you with the same thing. Learn from your mistake. Repeat it as few times as possible. Uh, number seven, and this is related and, and it's a little confusing, but let go of a mistake. Don't dwell on a mistake. Of course, you need to address it. But uh, like the other day, I was playing basketball and uh, I was, went up for a shot and got my shot blocked, which doesn't happen, thankfully, too often. But man, it's embarrassing when it does happen. And you know, it kind of rolls around in your head. And you just got to take a deep breath. <sighs> And let it go, right? It's part of the game, and it happens to everybody. But you know, being uh, able to let that go and move on to the next thing, and see what you can do to address it, but not dwelling on it. So just let go of a mistake, and that's just that's sports, that's life, that's competition. That's you know, there's going to be some mistakes, and just let it go and move on to the next thing. Move on to the next shot, like you've never missed a shot, right? Um, number eight. Keep training like a contender or keep a white belt mentality. When white belts come into the school, they are on fire for martial arts. They are all about it. They're studying. They're practicing. They're getting uh, uh, new gear. They're getting all this stuff to try and be really good. They're here all the time. You know, if you can, can keep that that uh, that fire as a, as a white belt does or like a contender, like someone that's trying to get to the championship level, staying, you hear people say, stay hungry. If you can keep that mindset, man, you're going to be so successful because a lot of times what we see is the higher the belt, you know, the less uh, interested or engaged they are until they get to almost black belt and then that kind of comes back, right? But if you can keep that same fire as a green belt or as a blue belt or as a purple belt or as a, you know, a brown belt, you know, you're really going to get better faster and you're really going to get more out of your training. Because at the end of the day, if your uh, career in martial arts is 30 years long and 10 of those years were just kind of, eh, 
right? Just kind of so-so, just kind of going through the motions. Imagine where you would be now if you would put that same effort you did at the end and the beginning into the middle, right? So keep training like a contender. Keep training like a white belt. Keep your mind on progressing, not necessarily about winning, because we know we're talking about losses, but it's not so much about winning. Winning's a good metric, right? But it's about progressing. Am I getting better? Compared to last year, where am I at this year? Compared to the mistakes I made last year, what are the mistakes I'm making this year? Compared to the failures that I had last year, what are the failures that I'm having this year? Am I failing up? Am I falling up? Am I making um, uh, less mistakes? Am I repeating the same mistakes? Is Am I losing to the same people I lost to last year or have I leveled up in competition? Am I losing at the same level I lost to last year or am I losing to higher higher levels, right? How many losses versus how many wins, you know? Am I progressing? And, and just your personal uh, progression, you know, think about that. So eight things, take the big picture view, work on your deficiencies. Don't be afraid to lose again. The more experience you have, the more experience you have, uh, win or lose like you've done both of them before. Be a good loser to be a great winner. Repeat as few mistakes as possible. Let go of some of those mistakes too because they're just going to happen. Uh, keep training like a contender or keep training with a white belt mentality. I hope you got something from this lesson. Please like and subscribe and let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about in future episodes. And I will see you on the mat, guys. Thank you.